Good morning. Some people's kids. Youth pastors eating cereal with other youth pastors. Dude, cereal. Got my man, Andrew, sitting with Ian. We're back. We're back together. We're back. I'm not sick. You're not sick. I'm not sick. Both exactly. of our families got sick. Not from each other. No. No. We don't then, but then you that. went on a camping trip two weeks ago. Which coldest. was delightful. Yeah, but it's coldest snowed. camping trip of your life. It was colder before it snowed. Yeah. Then the snow kept you warm. It did. It was odd. Speaking of cereal, what's your favorite cereal? Favorite cereal? Raisin Bran. <laughs> Dude, I love Raisin Bran. Let's go! I love it. We didn't even know that about each other. We've been, but we're a Cheerio family right now. Oh, you yeah. go to Costco, get the like giant size for like six bucks. Two of them for like six dollars total. Oh, that's good. It's incredible. And you just, I, I add honey to my Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh, you do? Yeah. It's honey's not enough good. honey. Honey's good. Honey, honey's money. I don't even do money, honey. Honey, I money. use yogurt and granola. That's what. I What's like. the grossest cereal? Other Lucky than charms. you cleaning your Lucky Charms, yeah, not a fan of Lucky Charms. I feel like it burns my throat when I eat it. It's because all that sugar, dude. Dude, it's it's too much. I sh- we sh- this should have been the intro to our next episode. Also, uh, Acorn. What was? Uh, I don't know. It's some nasty. Our next episode that's coming out is going to be um, on healthy body, healthy spirit. And healthy, healthy body, healthy we life. We should have talked about this. We should have talked about cereal then. Yeah. Because do you like times. oatmeal? I love oatmeal. Yeah, I like. I did like oatmeal as a kid. My aunt, I don't know if she's listening to this. She probably doesn't. But uh, she used to make us eat oatmeal plain. Oatmeal plain? Oh. What is wrong with her? I don't know. She hated me. She loves me now, but she hated me then. She loves me now. She hated me. This sounds like a bad pop song. Why would you eat it plain? Is, does she have something wrong against... I should just let everyone know that my daughter is in here recording with us, so if she comes and asks me a question, because she's starting to mess with her headphones, that... It is uh, possible. It is possible. You'll hear my daughter, Vera, who's awesome, and everyone, we'll probably get more view, listens now because people know Vera might be on it. That's very true. She's very only true. four, so we can't really ask her any questions. We could ask her questions, but she's... Maybe she's, we'll interview her next. Yeah. She would be probably be the most profound thing said. <laughs> That's very true. On this on this podcast. Hot dang, man. Good to All have right. you back. Good to be back with you. I'm glad. Neither to be one here. of us sick, throwing up or coughing or did you did you get the stomach bug? No. Dude, there's this nasty stomach bug going around. I feel like the whole country. I've even seen it like uh trending on Twitter. Uh Twitter, no, TikTok. Just people getting the, the people are, not, are they recording themselves? No, thank goodness. They're just saying That's dumb. Oh, did anyone else catch this? Bug from the devil. It's it's a devil bug. The devil oh bug. My gosh, it uh. Me and the boys with the devil bug. Sounds that sounds like something it's from what Louisiana. It's like to drive a Ford F one fifty. You went you went straight Midwest country. I went down to Louisiana. Some voodoo devil bug <laughs> that they're sacrificing chickens to get rid of. Are you blowing your nose right now? Yeah, I gotta blow my nose, dude. You're you're sick still. He's still. Oh my gosh. This this podcast, this episode, is off to a good start. They always are. I wish we could. We I you wish we had someone. Anything less? I wish we had someone who could edit, who is like a who edited this for us, and they could go back and make a blooper episode of all the times where Ian or Andrew, but I think mostly you have like mid recording <laughs> just. Burped, farted, went to the bathroom, blew your nose. I'm mostly the burper. I 
some reason I talk a lot. Air just builds up in my chest. And I just got to. You, you got a lot of hot belch. air in there. Yeah, that's true. It's never what are we happened. talking about today? Can it's never just... happened during a sermon. Never happened during a sermon. Do you have a, uh, I have a question. Sorry. This is what happens when we haven't gotten together in a while. Do you have like a pre-game ritual you do before you go up on stage? Yeah. What is it? Yeah, I go pee. You go pee. Okay, I, I do the fly check. Fly check. Make oh, sure my same thing too. Oh yeah, same I feel like I'm, I'm finding uh, out that's pretty common. Yeah, I thought that's like a worst fear that oh. you're up there. Worst fear, worst. Can I be honest? Yeah, I watched one person preach, <laughs> and uh, he was wearing was that a youth thing, and he was wearing uh, gym shorts. Oh, <laughs> what? There's one. Gym shorts are fine. He was preaching at a church. He was preaching at a youth event. And he had gym shorts gym on? Gym shorts on. And, but you just, there's some things you can't hide oh, no. with gym shorts. Hold on. I feel like we can't talk about this. <laughs> I feel like you got to backtrack on us. Keep, keep, uh, keeping, uh, <laughs> no. Be aware. <laughs> what? Grassroots boys. I don't know what we're talking Ladies about. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this is what you came here for <laughs> is practical things. <laughs> Practicality. Funny. You I, cannot wear gym shorts. No. When you preach. Why would you do that? They do. People no, do. No, that People person do. did. Persons do. Person. Per, yeah. Singular. Persons. No. Not the only one I've ever seen. Yeah, that's dumb. That's just dumb. All right. What today, are we talking about? Today we are talking about. Oh. What are we talking about? I've already. Things forgotten. I wish I knew. Things I. Uh, we're starting a new, new segment. segment. New segment. So we've got. Things I wish I knew. Hard conversations. Yes. Things I wish I knew. And then who knows what we could talk about. Obviously, we talked about our pregame rituals of going up before stage. Maybe those are just some things people don't need to know, but now they do. <laughs> Fly check. Um, yeah, things. I was sitting at home. Just, I actually got a lot of feedback on the security episode. Did, did you? you? Yeah. Look at that. They were like, I, this is things I never would have processed through, and I think people need to process this. Yeah. It. it you know what? When we were not recording, I only bring I that up because you said you didn't think people needed to hear this episode. Yes. <laughs> wow. Now with people listening, that's not what I said. I don't think that's what I said. I said I don't think people are asking that question, and so because I'm not asking that question. Are which you turning red or is it just the light? Just... No, it's just now you <laughs> threw me under the bus while we're recording. That's the goal. That yeah. The goal. That was the dumbest episode we've ever done. <laughs> No, it was good. The most plays. It was good. The most went. <laughs> it's got seven plays. The most we've it's ever had. Seven plays. Let's yes. go. All right. So, uh, things I wish I knew, but today it's things I wish I knew. What parents expect of me? Yeah, I that that, that was. So I was sitting at home. Turns out, thinking parents about expect a lot from us. Thinking about you know, I, I was, it might have been a other podcast I was listening to where they talked about this idea of. You know what they wish they knew. Oh, so, um, before they got into their career or whatever it was, and I thought about that with youth ministry, and that is, you know, the parent side of it is one thing I I don't think I expected when I first got the job. I think you always think, oh, I'm going to serve students, I'm going to work with parents, but I don't think I realized what parents expect of a youth pastor. So when when you get into youth ministry, right, you have um, multiple relationships you're trying to navigate. And you've got, you know, your your church staff, 
relationships. You've got the elder relationships. You've got your volunteer relationships. You've got your student relationships. You've got, um, and then the congregation relationships and the parent relationships, right? Because you'll have relationships in the congregation where they don't have kids in your youth group or they don't have kids at all. And and so you have those relationships and friendships. But then it's the parents. And I, I think, you know, what came to my mind was we had, um, when I first got hired, this family invited us over for dinner and, and, and it was great. And we have a good relationship with this family to this day. But they started asking me a lot of questions and they asked about my education and, and stuff like that. But the one question that was asked was, well, how does that education equip you or qualify you to shepherd students, hmm. to shepherd my kids? And it's interesting. I think you have, I didn't know this, but like parents, the most important thing to parents in their lives, and I knew this, but the most important thing to them in their lives is their kids. And so if you have a youth group of seven or you have a youth group of a hundred, a thousand, whatever, you know you have a youth group of 70 kids. But a lot of times those parents think you have a youth group of one or yeah. two and that your their kid is going to be the top priority. And so I, I think, you know, this is another episode idea, but, you know, having a team is super important, right? You know, a team that helps – you have a great team. I have a great team. Um, but uh, I think you have to, um, you know, you you, you got to see what parents expect. I think they expect you to really take ownership of their kid, that their kid is going to be a top priority in your mind and eyes. Um, and they normally are, but you've got X amount of other kids you're trying to invest in. And then I also think... Um, there's what parents expect of you, and then there's what parents don't expect of you, right? So, like, I also think parents expect that you're going to have an answer to things. You're going to be able to help them and come alongside them um, in hard conversations of sexuality, pornography, suicide, you know, the mental health stuff, um, you know, getting my kid involved in reading their Bible. How do, And I think, you know, parents expect that, that you're going to be not all of them, but some of them expect that you're going to be um, present in the kid's journey more than you might be able to. Um, yeah, I think that's, and I don't know if you've experienced this too, but having even parents expecting you to raise their kids for them mm. because they don't, they don't want to invest in their kids or they're too busy to invest mm. in their kids. And, and oftentimes what I've had to tell parents is I'm here to come alongside you and edify you and encourage you and encourage what you're already teaching your kids, which should be the gospel. Yeah. And, um, now I think that's a typical dynamic for a youth ministry is you're getting the kids of the youth ministry itself. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this is the same for your church, but as far as for my church, I have a lot of students that show up whose parents don't come to my church. Mm. A lot of my student demographic are kids that uh, are non-churched people. Like their families are non-churched. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the, like the kids come to church on Sunday, their parents drop them off because their parents, they're like, whatever, you do whatever you want. But a lot, so I've got a lot of kids who make the effort of coming to church who are actually going to, and this is a history of Southside youth. 
a lot of families have been saved because their kids got saved in youth ministry and their kids come to church and the families eventually start saying, what is this about this church? Mm-hmm. And I want to go to this church. And so they come to church on Sunday and then they end up getting saved. That's, but that is not unusual for the mm-hmm. Southside youth group mm-hmm. that the, the friends bring their friends, the students bring their friends, the friends get saved. They, then their families don't go to church. Like, Whereas the norm, I think, is you the youth ministry is filled with kids from from Sunday, mm-hmm. and and that's that's just uh that's a that's a minority for Southside, mm-hmm. but that's but still those parents are the ones that are like that might be like I need you to raise my kid. Yeah, yeah. Our our youth ministry has shifted. It it, it used to be, um, because I think our neighborhood dynamic has shifted as well. It used to be. We had a lot of kids from the neighborhood um, that didn't go to church at all, um, and that that demographic has changed. The, the The neighborhood it doesn't have as many kids in it, at least in our immediate area, as it used to. Um, and then we have, you know, it we're mostly kids from Sunday, and so it, it is interesting. You'll you'll have um, families that are in the church life, right? That are devout Christians. They're they're part of the church. They're serving the body as well. Then you've got families that aren't a part of the church, so they have two totally different expectations, right? Um, and and you could tell, <laughs> you can tell the different expectations when you make a phone call. You, you you get a phone call. You 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 make a phone call to the family that's in the church, right? And you call and say, "Hey, this is Andrew from Christ Redeemer Church, uh, youth ministry. Just call in to." To, to talk to you and introduce myself and if they're part of the church to go, hey, thanks for calling. We're so excited for, you know, uh, little, uh, you know, Lottie to be at youth group and and we're so excited. And I was like, do you have any questions? Yeah, we've got a couple questions. Like, what time do you meet? What do you need help with? What do you need? Like a lot of times the church families will be like that, right? Not always, yeah. but more often than not, they're, they're engaging in the conversation, right? And they kind of expect that call. They expect... Um, you know, a couple times a year, they'll get something in the mail and they'll put it on the fridge or whatever. But then I think you that's call. That's a general expectation. I don't do any of those things, but that's <laughs> yeah. a general expectation. Yeah. So, so you know, I think there's some of that, right? And especially in the church dynamic, they're like, yeah, the one of the pastors calling the house, not a big surprise. One of the pastors coming to pick up our kid to to go get coffee or go where at bowling, not a big surprise. We are about that, you know, whatever. But then you call. <laughs> you call a family from the neighborhood, right? Who might not have a kid going to church and you go, and they go, hello. And you're like, hi, this is Andrew. I'm the youth pastor at Christ the Dreamer church. Uh, what my kid know, do? I, I saw Asa, you know, came to youth group. Oh yeah. I didn't even know he was there. He was there. Yeah. Yeah, he was. And we loved having him. Did, 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 did he do something wrong? Like what? Like, no, no, he, he, he was great. We really enjoyed having him. Oh, uh, well, um, Okay, I was just calling to see if you had any questions about the youth group because you know we're we're just just following up, welcoming him, and if you had any questions, love to take the opportunity to answer. Nope, got none at all. All right, hey, thanks. Yep, all right, bye. Yeah, like uh, oh boy, and 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 so you just get <laughs> that that, that you, you can see that one of the expectations is leave us alone. We don't really want your involvement, and another expectation is we want you full, like we want you really involved. And then there is that third outlier, I think, expectation of it. it I fix my kid. No, well, because I've had those. I, I think that's the that that's in the parenting. But but you have the third outlier of like, 
I, the dad, am the disciple maker. We, the parents, are the disciple makers. You're just to affirm what I'm teaching my kid. And so it's not as much a partnership as it is like an affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you do have the family. Uh, there's so many. You have the families that do think my kid will be saved because of the work you do in their life. Yeah. Like you'll fix my kid is the way you say it. Well, and I, I don't even think it's a saved thing. I think mm-hmm. it's my kid has these bad habits and he needs to go to behavioral counseling Yeah, at youth ministry because it's free. And that's <laughs> not – it's like behavioral counseling is a different – yeah. It's a different ball game, yeah. sir, and you need to go do behavioral counseling. You need yeah. to go figure that out. Yeah. But this is um my brain is so stupid. I said this is and my brain immediately clicked on the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned <laughs> the, the whole, whole world. world. Why she looks so sad in photographs. I absolutely love her. When, when she, she smiles. smiles. Da, da, da. How many days in a year? <laughs> Tell me you were born in the 90s without telling me you were born in the 90s. I think, you know, just... it's dude, Don't copyright us, bro. Don't copyright us. But, but, but while you're finding that song... Oh, did you find it? No, I was oh. playing our outro. Oh, are we there? We're there. We got like three minutes left. Yeah, we got three minutes of an outro. <laughs> <laughs> well... I, but we I just think have we, a lot. I of, think we just cracked the surface on this, though. Like, I know. Crack the parental. surface or scratch the surface? Essentially, what we want to do with this is just bring up something you need to think about is that there are so many expectations on you as a youth pastor and as a youth worker, yeah. as a youth volunteer, there's so many expectations. And to not be surprised by any of them. Yeah. Well, and, and here's the thing, too, right? When you get into youth ministry, you need to have in your mind... And working over time, a philosophy of how do I partner with parents? Because those might be unspoken expectations that the parents don't even know they have that you've got to navigate. And and sometimes they're a false expectation you put on yourself, right? Yeah. A parent calls and says, hey, my kid's struggling with this and this and this. And you might think, well, they must think I'm, I'm, I'm to fix them. And they might just be seeking you for counsel and comfort. Yeah. Right? My, you know, my, my, my kid's looking at porn and I didn't know what to do with that. Hey, you know what? I'm with you. I haven't had to navigate that much, but let's look at some resources together. And I, I may know some men and women in the church who have counseled people through that. Would you be comfortable? You know, it, I think it was um, Dr. Craig Furter who was with us, who we need to have back on. We do. We need to read that, that right? episode. Um, and uh, he was the one who was like, you help direct and partner parents towards resources, whether people or books or whatever, that will partner with them in their parenting. And, and I think that's just a good reminder of you navigate those expectations by saying, hey, sometimes I just don't know. I don't know. Let's turn to the Lord and let's pray together. And then let's see if we can find some good resources together. So, Guys, thank you for listening to Some People's Kids, Youth Pastors, Eating Cereal with Other Youth Pastors. And see leave us later. a review, man. Leave us a review. Talk to you all later.